Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Is Cappy there? There you go. There you go. The day's not complete till you hear that. Okay, so here's what I'm doing tonight. I am going to a very, very fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. So we get... Uh, what about the UCLA game? I, I'm sure I will hear about it. Oh, please. What about eating in bed? When do they kick off? 7 o'clock? 7.30. 7.30. ESPN. Get From ticket, the Rose Bowl. Get your tickets to Costco. They're free. Uh, or you can just walk in. By the way, UCLA is going to win that game. Two and a half point underdog, I think. Right, Greg? They're going to win. Washington hasn't even played a game on the road yet. My, I'll take Michael Penix for the win. Okay. You want to put some mythical money on it? Uh, you know, I actually will. It's okay. uh, it's Washington minus two. Give me uh, 5000 mythical dollars on Washington minus the two. Ireland and Bergman, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I actually have mythical money, but I, I will put. I will double that. Oh. 10000 on UCLA. Wow. Yeah. Sedano. On your school. I Love am it. watching... A scene with Harold Ramis oh, no. in Groundhog Day. There it is. Oh, love Harold Ramis. Yep, so I was wrong. Now uh, you should get minus 3,000. Well, I did, I think, eventually. I complained enough we... where he just kept piling on the penalty. How could Sedano and I get some mythical money so we could get involved in some of these wagers? Just uh, We'll just give it to you. You get 100 grand each starting the bank today. Of mythical money. Oh, really? Yeah. We, now, we now each have 100 grand. Yeah, yep. 100 grand each. So and, bank George, of you're, and George, you're betting how much on UCLA? 10 grand on UCLA. 10 large. Yeah. Mm. Plus the two. You got any bets, Cappy? Mythical money! Wait a second. I want a piece of that. Yeah, I, I get a piece of Well, that. who do you want? You want UCLA or you want what? Now, the rule, the rule is, uh, Cap, yeah. that since Sedano got his bet in first, yep. the only way you can take UCLA is to bet more, more than George, or you can bet as much as you want on Washington. So how do you want to play it? I will take... Washington for how much? I'll take five k. You, right. you gotta you gotta go, go more than five. I did five, oh. so do ten. Oh, all right, I'll do ten. Wait, just for you, the, just you to go went the against side. the mighty Bruins. I did. How I could did. you? I I know, and that crowd would be really angry with me, wouldn't they? Now, why do you have two? I have two and a half here. For who? I have two. And a, it's you. I have Washington minus two and a half. Okay, no, then, then your, that's good. No, two no, and yeah, two and a half. You 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 always get George the best line you can get. So if you have two, so you get you get two and a half. Okay. I bet you UCLA does now win. I mean, I'm like the mush. So, I mean, now that I've bet on Washington, you can pretty much guarantee the UCLA victory. Uh, I can't tell you one player who plays for Washington. Michael Penix, the quarterback. Who's the coach? He's the transfer, yes. Uh, who's the boards? He's the he used to be the floor, uh, Fresno State head coach. Okay. okay, there you have it. There's your inside information for tonight's nice Husky talk. Washington UCLA yeah, nice job. game. So, I'm going to a seven course dinner tonight. Okay. Right. I say you, you. I say you peter out after four, course four. Are you kidding? Why? Because it's a lot of food. Are you it paying? Food. Uh, yes, we are paying. Uh, we're going. We, so I get food delivered from this place called Nutrafit. Strongly recommend. Healthy, all that kind of stuff. Great lady yeah. named Jackie runs it. So every once in a while she puts on a dinner, and tonight is a seven course dinner. The theme is Mexican food. 
Mexican food. Ooh. Well, that won't seven be bad. Courses of, yeah, well, right, seven it courses be of portions. Mexican food. Right. Right. It, it, could, be, it could be chips and guac. They have like an amuse-bouche. Yeah. A what? Amuse-bouche. You don't know what an amuse-bouche is, Cap? No, you'll have to tell me. Just a little- It's a taste of what's coming. Taste of something. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's it's like what little, they do in fancy restaurants. It's a little tiny appetizer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so fancy dinner. I got to dress up. I got to do all that stuff. But uh, I'm I'm very, very excited for it. And yesterday, I don't know if you guys heard this, but I went into a cryo chamber. Have you ever done cryo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ireland have talked and I have talked about this. Have yeah, you I've, done it, I've done it a lot. Yeah. I've done it a decent amount of times in the past. Do you believe in it? Uh, I, I do. I haven't done it in a while just because time hasn't worked out. But uh, I always feel like really energized and refreshed after the fact. I think that's what I, f- I felt energized. I don't, I don't know if my soreness was because I'm I'm back at the gym now and I've got a personal trainer and all that stuff, so I'm I'm sore all the time. Uh, I think it might have helped that a little bit. They said they claim that you burn 500 to 800 calories by doing two. I don't know in the if you actually chamber. burn that amount of calories. I feel like that's up for debate. Well, um, and plus, Mace, when you got out of the cryo chamber and went straight to the donut shop, it kind of defeats the true. purpose. Correct. Right, but yeah. if you can lose 800 calories and then you can just fill then back in with like 600. Donuts. Yeah. Yeah. No, now, last, this is a, last this is a trainer I... that doesn't know you. Is that right? He has no clue who you are? No clue. He doesn't know that you're a big radio star? Has no idea. He doesn't know that you almost took over whatever late night show you were just talking about? Uh, later with Bob Cotton. It was almost later with Steve Mason. Very close. He doesn't, he doesn't know this. No, does is completely unaware. At wow, that could have changed the trajectory of a lot of things around here. It, uh, yeah, I would probably be the host of the Today Show by now. Of course. What was the apex of your career? Or have you hit the apex yet? I don't think so. See, I plateaued. <laughs> I have plateaued. I mean, I'm sure Ireland is loving to hear that. Ireland, have you plateaued? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, So Ireland's got his dream job, though. uh, I've got my dream job. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) But it doesn't, things can change. I mean, you never know. There may be a job out there much bigger than this for you that you just haven't even thought about. Haven't seen yet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, What if if the Culture Pop podcast becomes like the next Joe Rogan experience? Oh, can you imagine? It is International Podcast Day. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah, so listen to the Culture Pop podcast on Apple, Spotify, or stevemason.com. It seems like everybody does have a podcast. Yeah, they do. It's sort of standard issue now. Uh, What about you, Cappy? What's your apex? Well, George knows this. Um, You know, my two years as the host and executive producer of Stable Wars, you know. Yeah, come on. I mean, so thing for God's sake. Hello? Oh, Lance. oh uh, Lindsay, Hi, Lindsay. Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Lindsay was complaining about Chewy. Lindsay was waiting. Up. Yeah. No, whenever Lindsay comes in, we hear that. Yeah. Lindsay's something going on here with Chewy. Or remote? She's remote? She's okay. remote. Yeah. My Hi. other set of headphones. Hey, Lindsay. Hi. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the broadcast. You're, you're welcome to the show. Yeah. It, it's still her birthday week. It's true. It, it is. is. It is still her Did, birthday uh, week. Did Sedano and uh, Cappy get you anything for your birthday? Uh, they wished me happy birthday. That's right. No gift? No gift. Well, we haven't seen each other. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I didn't ask for, I don't expect a gift. I didn't ask for a gift, you know? I mean, Cappy actually did get me a gift when he was in Cleveland. He got me. Oh, that bucket off- hat. Yeah, he got me that sweet Browns bucket hat, so. That is, Have you been rocking that it? That is sweet. Yeah, yeah, Greg does gifts? Greg does gifts. Yeah, I gave a gift to, well, sorry, Lindsay. Uh, I, gave, <laughs> <laughs> I gave one to Laura. I gave one to Jorge. Uh, yeah. well, Bergman's the only guy I know who could give out gifts and get in trouble for it. He just backed right into that. Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. I really <laughs> did. It's like, oh, shoot. We're talking about you did a really nice thing I for Jorge, and then, and then you made row. Lindsay feel like crap. <laughs> there, the, the, yeah, I did get happy birthdays for two days in a row after that uh, company 
email er- erroneously said the 27th was right. my birthday. Right. You got you got two birthdays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So, um, Bergie, you give gifts to people at work? Yeah. Mason. Go ahead. I Sorry, give I gifts to people at work. Oh, yeah. I give it to Laura. Yeah. I gave it to Jorge. Yeah. And so Mace, for people Mace, that don't receive them, should they be thinking to themselves, what? I mean, what, Less what's than. Yeah, substandard. Completely agree. Every day. Yeah, substandard for sure. I don't yeah. give them to Mason in Ireland because they make way more than I do. Well, they don't need anything. Right, exactly. No. So, wait, so. you only give gifts to people that you think or know make less than you? No. Yes. Don't. Because that's sure what that sounded like. I said the people that I work with on a daily basis. management, so you know what everybody makes. I don't know what people make. Well, isn't that your job? You're the assistant program director. No, that's a man's job. You don't know what everybody makes? I don't know what people make. Wait, you don't have access to everybody's contracts? I do not have access to contracts. You have really? not examined everybody's contract, just out of curiosity, been like, what does Ireland make? Nope. Not once. Interesting. I make $1 more than Mason. Yes. Right. Because his yeah. name comes first. That's, Mason, the, that's the deal. Best dollar I spend all year. Mason, <laughs> what year would, would that have been with Bob Costas and you potentially taking over uh, Brett Kinnearden and standing Somewhere late 90s, 97, 96, okay, somewhere so in there. He, here's the question. Who would have been your first guest? Mm. So I got to think about... In the nineties, in mid nineties, like who was who was like the hottest person in the mid nineties you could have gotten for later on NBC with Steve Mason, or just the person that oh I I I know who you who who would be a great who? guest. It would be a Bafo number that you would be thrilled to have. Okay, Johnny Carson. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, that I don't think he would have done later with Steve not Mason gettable. Or. I I got to meet Johnny Carson, so I used to be friends with. Uh, you know Peter LaSalle? Yeah, br- produced Carson for years. Uh, Peter LaSalle was a friend of mine because he worked on The Snyder Show and I worked on The Snyder Show. So, so when- look, uh, here are the movies, the highest grossing movies for 1997. Okay. All right. Titanic. Men in Black. Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, or Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy right? Lee Jones is a reportedly just a jerk. Oh, I, met, really? I met him once and I had the opposite experience. I, I heard he is just a jerk to everybody. Hmm. Um, well, wait a second, John, where did you meet him, John Ireland? The same girl, uh, the girl who used to cut my hair cut Tommy Lee Jones's hair, and I went in the chair after him once, and, and I talked to him for about 20 minutes. He was super nice. College roommate? Richard Dreyfus? No. Al Gore. Really? Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones' huh. college roommate was Al Gore. Yeah. yeah uh, and Wow, that's interesting. Uh, Gene Hackman and Dustin Hoffman lived roommates. together when they were struggling actors in New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, liar, liar is in this conversation. Jim Carrey would be fantastic, although he's really he can be really a dark guy, but he's fascinating. Yeah. Um. Let me see. There is Titanic, as me as John mentioned. Air Force One. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah. My best friend's wedding. Julia Roberts could have been on the show. Yeah. Or Batman Ru- and Robin. George Clooney. Oh, Clooney. Clooney. That's the worst Batman movie. It oh. is the worst Batman. Oh, movie. it's by far the worst. Yeah, it's really bad. Wait a minute. What the if- Val Kilmer one isn't good. I, I was just going there. Yeah. And and wait a minute, what what's the one where Alicia Silverstone plays Batgirl? I'm pretty Ooh. sure that one is also Batman and Robin. That was okay. Batman and Robin. So yeah. then maybe you're and right. And Chris O'Donnell. Plays. I mean, Bergman yeah. at one one point tried to make the case to us that the Val Kilmer one was the best one, and then realized he was really really wrong. Very no, I said Idiotic. that yes, no, no, the Michael Keaton one was the best one, but I said that Val Kilmer was. He better said Val Kilmer was better Bale. than Christian Bale. Yes, no, no, exactly. Christian Bale's better. No, he's I mean, not a good on. Batman. I'm, bad man. I'm not getting into this again. I'm not I'm not getting into this again. It created six months of service in my life. I'm not getting back into this. I won't. I won't do it. Con Air. Oh. Oh, Con Air, Mace. Oh, oh Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Hey, Mace, how did you get yourself into the final three? I mean, because oh, I know Cappy were... wants to know because now Cappy's yeah, yeah, because to... Cap wants well, to I mean, hire the guys... publicist that got you that far. <laughs> yeah. Don't so... you guys find that interesting? I mean, you got you got some big names in there. So here's how it went down. Yeah. Uh, 
a guy named David Biancooley, who is, uh, you hear him on NPR now, he was a writer for the New York Daily News. So he yeah. was a guest on my show a bunch of times when I was yeah. doing the Snyder oh, so Show. That's so he did you, you a favor. That's basically. what you do. Uh, and he talked to people at NBC, and the NBC people are the ones that leaked this to the New York Daily News, and then David made sure I was in it. And then, oh, good for him. And then the, the show that you worked on, Tom, what was his last name, the older gentleman? Snyder. Tom, Tom Snyder. Snyder. What, other than hosting it when Tom was off, what, did you, what else did you do there? Uh, hosted when he was off, and okay, I, that, I hosted a radio show. Well, had, no, it was a little tr- trickier than that, Cap. So Snyder did what was basically a radio TV dual thing yeah. where he would come in for – he was on the air for three hours. Right. and it, well, well, no, here's the way it worked. So I would do the first hour and a half. Then we would simulcast You Tom's, were like the warm-up act? I was the warm-up act. Then we yeah. would simulcast Tom's show, which was the Late Late Show. Um, and then he and I would do the last half hour together. And then oh, how did how, leaving from the 690 when you had Mason in Ireland and then going to New York, how did all that happen? So ESPN, or at that point, 1150 made me a... I, I got an offer from New York uh, to, to go, and it was more money than I thought I would ever make. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and ESPN LA made a, uh, or back then 50 made a very competitive offer, a six month contract <laughs> is what they offered me Wow, a six. So I'm like, I, I can't stay guys. I, I got a three year guaranteed solid deal. I'm, I'm gone. So I took the New York job. Now you came in after me. I always wondered what it was like when we bailed. Did they say anything about us? Um, they, they, as in management didn't, cause I thought management changed. I think. Yep. Um, it was the afternoon idiots that would talk, you know. The afternoon stuff. idiots were right. the reason why I I didn't like Now, that, that was job. Opie and Anthony. Are they yeah. still there? No. They still... Because they all they blew themselves up. They all got up. fired. Yeah, yeah, they detonated Not only did they themselves. get fired, but then they yeah. blew up their show. They blew up their relationship. But, John Ireland, here's a question for you. Yeah. Wait, when but Mason... speaking of blowing up, Mace, I actually have the guy that I think you could have had on that first show. If you were doing, like, a pilot, you should have had Gallagher on. Back in those days, no, <laughs> just blowing up watermelon, up watermelon on, on his yeah. head. Oh, that's and, a yeah, that would have been. But yeah. John, come on, that you... would have been great. But John, did you feel like, wait a second, Mace, you're leaving me? No, because I had just gotten the Laker job. I got the oh. Lakers sideline job right before that. Oh, so I mean, this... uh, Cappy, are you are you are you in, in are you talking about this today? Because I literally said yesterday that if JJ Reddick said he'd take your spot, I'd push you out the door for JJ oh, Reddick. No, he's not, not so much. I, I oh. forgot about that. Although I oh. did think a little bit about it. Like I would love it when you call JJ Reddick an idiot, a dope, a moron, or you tell him to shut up on the air. Oh, but I wouldn't do any of that. To him. No, of course you wouldn't, because you would actually have respect <laughs> for your partner at that point. Whereas everybody else, you have no respect for. But that's neither here nor there. But. <laughs> Coming Monday, Shadano and JJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shadano and JJ. Well, Reddick. actually, you know what's funny? He actually got more offended when I said, that, you know, because uh, he fi- he was like, "Fine, whatever." JJ Reddick, I kind of get it. And then I'm like, he's like, "Is there anyone else?" I said, like, "Well, maybe Marcellus." And then he really got it. Yeah, that really bothered me. The well, JJ Reddick thing I could live with, but come on, Marcellus. Let me tell you something, Cappy. You're not going anywhere. You don't think? No, you make me laugh. Oh. Yeah, but Mason has literally no power whatsoever. So he, <laughs> he he can say you're not going anywhere, but you could well, get fired tomorrow. Then, and Mason then, would say, Cap, can you do a podcast just for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. But yeah. then but then Cappy was like, well, then I'll go work with Keyshawn. Let Keyshawn come here and work with me. And then Chris Morales texted and said Keyshawn would never work with Cappy. I, would, I think Keyshawn will work with me. If anything ever happened to Max, I think Keyshawn will work with me. What do you mean if like something you, happens to So you're going back well, to like New York? Max left or something, I, I, I think I'd be a perfect replacement. Well, yeah, but then you'd have to move back to New York. I do both shows. 
<laughs> from where? I do both shows. I, sometimes, well, like Keyshawn. Sometimes from LA. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes from he New does York. Do stuff from Stephen out here. A does shows from all over the place. I would love to continue to talk about this, but oh, look what uh-oh. time it look is. Oh, it is 4.12.05. I have given you five seconds Good of Friday. bonus content. Yes. Have a great weekend, boys. All right. Uh, coming up next for you is Shadano and Cappy. Monday is a big day. Uh, we'll get you ready for Lakers, Sacramento preseason basketball. That'll be on AM 1110. And we'll get you ready for Rams, Niners. God, I hate the Niners. Uh, that is uh, Monday Night Football here on 710. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. See you Monday, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah. Bum, bam, bum, bum. Bing, bada, ding. Ding, da, da, da. Bum, bada, bum, 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 bum. Beep, bada, beep. Doo, bada, bump. Beep, bada, bump. Let's hit it. Hit it and quit it. All right, then. Laura, what? Did you say somebody's going to hit it? What? What What did I miss on the show? What? Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was talking to Janice over here. Did somebody say something about hitting it? Who's hitting what? Oh, I was talking to Mario. Mario. Hey, George Sedano just said he's going to hit it. So and weird. then he's going to quit it. Like the LAFC. If you work it, let me work it. Do your thing, flip it and reverse and reverse it. it. Yeah, I don't know the rest. That's all I know what she says. <laughs> oh, it's Friday. It is Friday. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about, Cappy? Oh, my God. A million Willie different Dills, things. by the way. You see Willie Dills? I you did know what? last night. He may not have uh, given us what we wanted on the air, um, but he gave Dodger fans what they wanted yesterday. That's for sure. As soon as he hit that home run, I texted it or I tweeted it right away. Like, hey, all right. He, uh, he, he, wasn't, he was a serious guy. Guy's low key. Sedano and Cap Karma. That's a good, good karma. 
that's pun intended. That's, that's really good karma. That's right. So how was your flight today from New York? I'm curious. You said you had a 7 a.m. East Coast flight because when I woke up, I was like, maybe I should text George, see if he's got any Wi-Fi on the plane, keep him a little company. No, I was asleep most of it. Oh, really? I tried at least to sleep most of it. I slept mm-hmm. for the... So let me see. We took off at like 7.15-ish. Okay, 4.15 Pacific time, yeah. Probably dozed off around 7.30. Woke up uh, 9.30 when I looked at my clock. Uh, got up and um, this is funny. So I was on one of these huge 787s, right? So it's got, um, you know, a huge like kitchen area up front and like a bathroom and a bunch of closets. And I was like, I, I'm like half asleep because I just dozed off. I'd taken a melatonin and I walk past the um the bathroom i didn't realize it was the bathroom i thought that was the closet and i walked up to the closet trying to get in i look at the uh flight attendant i'm like it's not opening and she's like because that's the closet and i I start laughing and she goes don't worry you have no idea how many people do that every single day gosh i just was hoping the story was you walked into the closet you were all hazy and daisy and and didn't know where you were going at it right there and you just peed right on everybody's stuff no 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 because usually the bathrooms are right behind the cockpit right Mm-hmm. When you were on a plane. Okay. So that's where the closet was. So I went there because that's usually where the uh, the bathroom is. Uh-huh. Um, so then, yeah, then I went to the bathroom. Then I ate breakfast. I went back to I tried to go back to sleep. I dozed off for like half an hour. And then I got on the Wi-Fi and I didn't see you had texted me. So uh, I just kind of tried to lay down and listen to a podcast. So you were uh, up in the, in the, the big boys section because it's part of the contract. We've all been told. And... Um, Wow. Anybody interesting and famous? Because, I mean, usually if you fly from New York to L.A., there's got to be somebody in first class that's interesting and famous. Of course, other than yourself, naturally. No, I didn't see anybody famous. I didn't see anybody famous on the way out from L.A. to New York either, for that matter. Well, you you got the the front row kind of first class. I took Spirit Airlines and sat in row 31. I mean, the last freaking row on the plane. I mean, if that doesn't tell you the difference between Sedano and Cap, my goodness. I mean, you know. You 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 chose that, brother. I didn't choose. You know, you know. I mean, it just did, worked out that way. Yeah. Did your uh, flight have those cool, like the cabin where the the seats like fold down into beds? Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Oh, they oh did. those are great. That was yeah. my favorite. It's called Delta One. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those are badass. They are badass. <laughs> um, and it allowed me to sleep for. The, although I kept having really weird dreams. Hey, I get that. Dude, well, the melatonin, I feel like, probably played a factor there because melatonin makes you dream crazy stuff. I, I didn't it, know that. See, I, I just got off weed. Getting off weed has made my dreams go nuts. No, melatonin, I, I bet you other people would uh, subscribe to this theory that melatonin gives you crazy dreams. Dude, on one of the... one of the, one, I kept waking up every 30 minutes because of it. Um, one of them, I guess there was turbulence or something, and um, I thought the plane was crashing. Like The dream was the plane was going down. And I was like, this is a terrible dream to have on a plane. <laughs> I woke up going like, okay, we're not going down. We're good. Um, and then I think the next dream, I was in my car and I got into an accident. I'm like, what is happening? Wow. Yeah. Jeez. And then I, I weird... realized it may be a metaphor for the train wreck that was the interview yesterday. Right. Could have been. Yep. Yeah. That's true. I had a weird dream the other night. You guys are always telling me that all my singing sounds like Bob Dylan, you know? Yeah. And I had this bizarre, totally bizarre dream that um, Bob Dylan was at this party that I was at, and uh-huh. my mother was taking pictures with Bob Dylan, but she was doing some things to Bob in the pictures that were like completely Whoa. and utterly inappropriate. 
You know, like mm. like some and people. Bob had a smile on his face. Well, Bob was why? like, eh, ah, why? Eh, why is your mother grabbing me like that? You know, like one of those yeah. kinds of deals. And you're like, ma. I, I was like, that's exactly. What I was like, ma, what are you doing, ma? Yeah. Like that's Bob Dylan. Don't touch him like that. That's the Scott. Now, like if it was my girlfriend and it was like a big funny joke, like, hey, look, like I'm grabbing Bob Dylan, you know. But my mother was doing it. It was really, really creepy and weird. But that's because I've, I'm off the weed, you know? Isn't that weird? Like, you get off the weed and you have bizarre, crazy dreams. When you're on the weed, you wake up, you have no idea what, what the dreams were even about. Right, because you're not in real REM when no, you're... you're just uh, passing out. Yeah, when you're, in, uh, when you're dealing with it. Uh, melatonin, Amanda Brown just texted me, gives me super crazy dreams. I had to stop taking it. Um, normally, don't give me the super... Not so many back-to-back-to-back. Like, maybe one wild one every once in a while, like, where it's like... Dude, this is like an acid trip. What's going on here? But this was like terrifying. <laughs> it was just the plane was going down. And it was just like, come on. Are you serious? Like the plane is going down. Although I did have uh, many years ago, I was on a JetBlue flight. And this was one of those big hurricanes, which is, I guess, coincidental, right? Because there was that big monster storm that just went in Florida now. Um, I By was, the way, it's now really going up the eastern seaboard, really yeah. affecting a lot of other stuff now, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I remember one time on a flight, you know, it was super turbulent because we were flying kind of around whatever storm, whatever the hurricane was. But, you know, you're still going to deal with bad weather in that scenario, even if you're flying around it, you know, like because you got to you have to fly close enough to it where because of the destination. And I was like, all right. And it's just like I dozed off. And in one of those, like, you know, when, when there's bad turbulence, there's like steep drops sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I woke up like that and my my brain, the first thing out of my brain, like as I didn't say it out loud, um, I think it was coming back from Vegas. It was like a late night flight. And it was my the first thing out of my brain was, really, this is how it's gonna end. I'm watching Sports Center on a JetBlue flight. <laughs> yeah. It just uh yeah. So anyway, but yeah, terrifying dreams. Yeah. The car accident. I understand. Uh we're gonna wind up getting a lot of reaction to this conversation because and I know this because yesterday our conversation to start the show was about screen time. Yeah. And I have gotten so much feedback from people yeah. that are telling me I don't want to even look at my screen time or I'm trying to use my phone less based on the conversation we had yesterday mm-hmm. because people are now panicked when they heard, you know, eight hours and 10 minutes of screen time. Laura had eight hours and 40 minutes of screen time. I think Lindsay. What is yours- your screen time today? 830. Yeah. Today? Oh, no, that today. was yesterday. Go look at today. Go look okay. up today. And we're going to look up individual screen time today. Just for today. Yeah, yeah. Not the average, because you can go see all, act- you know, under daily average, click see all activity, and it'll tell you today. Screen time, see all activity. Uh, what's the next part of it? It should just show you a number for today. Oh, oh for today. Uh, am I supposed to? Oh, today. Here it is. Uh, five hours, 49 minutes. 351 for me. Laura? I don't want to say. Say it. Seven hours and nine minutes. Damn. Damn, girl. Linz? Mine's 327. That's not bad. Look at you, Linz, with the lowest amount there today. I was Laura, you're the screen queen. Well, you, I was, screen queen. That's no. your, that could be your name. Right. Yeah, no. no, I've been, I've, I'm putting together a little Thanksgiving dinner, so I've been shopping a lot. So that's mm. where shopping and uh-huh. food, four hours mm. and 43 minutes. Everything else, an hour, and then the other one, 23 minutes. See? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, y'all don't gotta believe me. I'm telling you the truth. Uh, well, I'm, well, I'm, uh, what I'm super impressed with, though, is we haven't even hit October yet, and you're already putting together a dinner for late November. That, my friend, <laughs> that is very impressive. I, because I'm yeah. like the worst planner there is. So for somebody to be planning Thanksgiving dinner now, I'm super impressed. Yeah, I'm a holiday person. Like, my apartment's already decorated for Halloween since, like, last week. What? And I'm, yeah, and then I'm already shopping for my Christmas stuff. Like, my Christmas decorations. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, not me, bro. I like to decorate. That's I mean, first, first of all, apartment. I wouldn't be doing all that. You know, like, there, that, that, that's like, that falls under Kelly's uh, jurisdiction at the moment. Um, and I'm sure she'll do it with the kids. I think they did buy some pumpkins to make, re- you know, soon. So, oh, that's cool. That. I can't do that. That's a lot of messy. Yeah. Messy. Well, you, that's, well, you say, can't do it in an apartment. Yeah, it's harder. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you go to like the pumpkin patch and pick out the pumpkins? That's always fun, right? I don't know. I think you just, I mean, the grocery store, just to yeah. carve them, you can just go to a grocery store and yeah, get them. Just, yeah, but that's not, that's not as fun. I don't know if there's a pumpkin patch near me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, come on, there's got to be one. I don't know. There's one, there's one by me and I'm not too far from you. Yeah, whatever. You know, there's a good one. <laughs> just gonna put it, just gonna put it out there. There's a really good one, and it's really known. Uh, it's in Cal Poly, not just because yeah. I graduated from there, but it's really known. You guys should go there. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, Cappy, let, let's uh, let's dive into kind of the weekend. There's a lot of stuff. And by the way, we were on live during that tour thing, so I, I feel like we should have a conversation about the reaction more yeah. so than anything else. Is that yeah. a fair way to describe it? Totally. Um, You're right. We were on live when it happened. And I mean, I remember us all going, oh, my God, look, this is really, really bad. Yeah. So we should do that. I do want to get into the Rams Niners and the Raiders situation and the Chargers and all that. And Willie Dills, our guy, hitting the big home run and uh, USC. We'll get into all that stuff. Uh, I promise. Including the Lakers, by the way, there's a starting five that's been put out, a depth chart, per se, Cappy. So Saw all that. that coming up. Stick around. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ooh, come on. Oh, yeah. Great song, and I love olive oil. I have a little bit of olive oil every day. Extra virgin? Of course. 
What other kinds of olive oils are there? Uh, there are different kinds. They're not hmm. all extra virgin, although that is the most popular um, if you go to the grocery store. Isn't there an extra extra? Um, I think I've seen an extra extra. What would be the opposite of extra virgin? There is extra virgin, virgin, pure, oh. refined, um, and there's one more apparently. Anybody ever try any uh, avocado oil rather than? Yes. That's pretty good too. It is good. Rather than just olive oil? Uh, I have not oil? tried avocado oil. I'm sure it's fine. But yeah, it's, I go it's just the extra virgin olive oil, man. That thing's got uh, a lot of uh, nutrients and um, what do they call them? Um, essential the, fats? Yeah, essential fats. Really? Antioxidants. Fats? Oh, yes, that too? Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just was making stuff up. I didn't know I was right. Yeah. It does have essential fats. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. I like yeah. olive oil and Popeye. Olive oils. Everybody you know. just every, now. Now, if I said Wait, that, you here's what I would have heard. No, I'm confused. You no, like no. olive oil in in what? And Popeye, in, she said. She's in. She's in Popeye. Right. See, if I would have oh, said that, you, here's here's what would have happened. Oh, the, the oh, girl. Yeah, the girl. bad dad joke, Cap. Bad, it was dad, a bad joke. dad joke. Uh, come on, Lindsay. That's a horrendous it's, dad it's joke. Definitely, it's definitely a joke that my dad has told before. I can guarantee yeah. that. Oh, okay. So now we now we get it. <laughs> but I do. But I do love her. She's I thought for a second, like you said, I like to put olive oil in my Popeyes, like as in like the fast food restaurant. And I was like, really? <laughs> I'm like, here's, okay. Here's an idea I mean, where everybody's go, at right you now. You go, I'm girl. Like, like you yeah. want to put it on the bun with a chicken sandwich? I'm good with that. I try. I, I, I was like, man, I try that actually. Now that I think about it, <laughs> that was a cappy joke, my B. Yeah. No, it was your dad's joke. I'm not taking credit for that terrible joke. Yeah. Okay. Let's give that one to your dad. Uh, so the six health benefits of olive oil on National Olive Oil Day, Cappy. You ready? Yeah. Tell me. Promotes heart health. Okay. A. Reduces the risk of cancer. B. Relieves pain and inflammation. I didn't know that. C. Boost bone health. Hmm. What well, you D, dismissive? D. That, you know, I just so. I had to A B C. Oh, okay, D oh. D. Yeah. Uh, reduces the risk of CVD and stroke. Of what? CVD. CVD. Cardiovascular disease. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, balances blood sugar and prevents diabetes. Wow, you should do shots of it. Uh, I do a little drizzle on like my bread whenever I have a little same. like a little wheat. Uh, toast sometimes uh, in the morning, you know, with like uh, with my smoothie, a uh, little English muffin, a little wheat English muffin, 100% wheat, and uh, just a little drizzle of olive oil. Let's go. You Let's don't need do a lot. Just need a little a little tablespoon. Okay, gotcha. Very nice. Well, happy National Olive Oil, extra virgin olive oil day to you. And perhaps if you know you're always uh, claiming I have Botox, perhaps that between that and the water that Maybe. I drink, which Maybe. I consume hundreds over a hundred ounces every day, perhaps that has to do with my uh, my complexion. How many ounces of As water? As Christopher do you, referenced, how many ounces of water do you consume per day, George? Uh, over a hundred, always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Although today I'm a little behind. You must be so dehydrated. I am parched, to be honest. <laughs> with you. I'm not even joking. <laughs> It really is. Hey, before we go on, can I just send a shout out to the vice president of the handsome man community? Oh, the guy that got the video of all the uh, guys saying uh, love boat. Yes. Dude, this is hilarious. Do we if have the are, audio of it? If you are in the community, you've got to take a look at this. I know we've all kind of tweeted it and retweeted it. The vice president of the handsome man community is on a job. He's a contractor of some sort. 
And um, he's got these dudes that must be taking like a little bit of a break. Looks like they're digging some kind of a monster ditch out of the back of some construction site. Mm-hmm. And he got all these dudes, and they're all just going, love boat, love boat, love boat. And then they get to the, the vice president. He goes, love boat. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is great. I love the interaction in the community. The community gets the show, Cappy. That's the point. Well, uh, at least they got it because we know Willie Dills didn't get it yesterday. I know, but, you know, not everybody is going to get it, you know. And Willie Dills, we tried. We tried our best. We, Like I said, we were like Harris in Major League. We threw everything we had at him, you know. We did. um, And he kind of came around a little bit bit later on. But, I mean, just generally speaking, he's a serious dude. What can I tell you? Yeah, he's low-key. It's all good. We'll try Justin Turner. We'll see him. We have at, at least we all have tequila mandala in common with Justin Turner. He's a tequila mandala drinker? Oh, big time, dude. Big time. Yeah. I was told. Sources. Sources close to the situation? Correct. Gotcha. Um, Laura, play the sound in the community so people can hear the uh, construction crew singing Love Boat. <laughs> singing. Love Boat. Love Boat. Love boat. Love boat. <laughs> I love the first three guys. That's great. Cappy, I was like, you out here having Mexicans yelling love boat. I love it. I love it. I love so it. If it. you love it, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I adore it. Can you imagine the vice president saying to the dudes that are working, he's like, all right, guys, I want you to say love boat. Tienen que cantar love boat. Right. They, these guys are like. Yeah. Yeah. ¿Qué es eso? ¿Qué es eso? love boat? Right. Love boat. Love boat. Try it. Love boat. And then there you go. Okay. One, two, three. Love boat. Love boat. Love boat. And then you get to love boat. There you go. It's taken on a life of its own. That's for sure. It has. And so has the reaction to Tua, Cappy. Um, Look, we saw that in real time. It was awful, right? Like, I mean, we were kind of, I I don't know. You know, we didn't really, we just kind of said the same thing repeatedly. Like, oh man, that's really bad. Oh man, that's really bad. Because that's really the only thing you could say when you saw it live. Like, it was really really bad and here's the thing like the reaction to it and i don't know if this is just the cynic in me and the like maybe natural or the person who just doesn't like groupthink. i i'm not i don't like that i don't like groupthink where everybody immediately goes and agrees on the one thing i'm like Hmm, I don't know. Like, it, it, like I look for whatever the 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 flaw in the argument could be, right? So the more and more I thought about, it, and I've always kind of had this opinion because Mike McDaniel, the coach of the Dolphins, immediately after the game was asked about it. He's like, "Do you honestly think like I'd put someone's like life at stake? Like, they're I wouldn't ha- put someone in harm's way on purpose for to win a football game. Like, that's that's crazy." <laughs> and he, he reiterated that again today and said, "We went through all the protocols that the league has put in place, and I, I, the cynic in me would not believe him, but because everyone else seems to not be believing him, I'm kind of like, well, maybe we should be believing him. Like, he didn't he didn't seem." Like, he was trying to hide anything. He was very open, and he wasn't getting, like, upset about it. He was just like, yeah. I mean, he just kind of was almost, like, incredulous about it and seemed almost like, you know, he seemed very empathetic to Tua's situation. So it didn't. It wasn't like the typical football coach of, like, yeah, no, we're not answering that. We did what we did to do, blah, 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 and just brush it off. Like, yeah, he was like Belichick. He sounded, he sounded like a human being when he mm-hmm. was talking about it, both yesterday and today. Yeah. And, and here's the thing is – Football is kind of one of these weird things, Cappy, because I just think what happens in those scenarios, because of what happened the week before, 
and he goes through the protocols and they say he's good to go, including with an independent doctor, an independent neurologist for that matter, okay? That, and I understand, I don't, well, actually, I don't understand. I, I just get that there is a healthy skepticism in today's day and age about everything, including um, science and medicine. I'm not one of those people, but nonetheless, that exists. Um, but I just think ultimately when it comes to football, Cappy, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. People want somebody held accountable um, in these scenarios because it allows them to feel like they can keep on with their liking their sport that's like super violent um, and that everything would be totally okay if they just followed the protocols. So there's no way the Dolphins could have followed those protocols because two ended up getting hurt again and this is what happened. When in reality, it's just a really violent sport with incredible violence on every single play where guys are literally colliding as if they were in a car accident on every play. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, George, this is uh, hyper-personal to me because um, I've seen this up close and personal. You know, uh, when Junior Sam took his own life, I was, I mean, it, it, this, that shook me. And you your, your former radio partner has dealt with the ramifications of concussions. My, my former radio partner, I know a lot of people who listen. They love sports radio. They've listened to a lot of different shows over the course of the years. Uh, my former partner of 19 years uh, had an amazing football career and an incredible radio career. And I remember we used to joke all the time. It was just a big joke. Hey, I, I don't remember. I got hit in the head too many times. Hey, I just don't remember that. I got hit in the, And it was a joke all the time until it wasn't a joke anymore. And now my man is 60 years old and he don't remember anything. And I'm not joking here. I'm not exaggerating. I mean, it's as if you had a computer and you wiped away the memory. That is my man. So it's just, it's a really personal thing. Maybe I'm naive. You say you're skeptical. Maybe I'm just naive. Last week when Tua went down, let me ask you something. Did everybody on the planet look at that and go, that's what a concussion looks like? When Tua got up and shook his head and then stumbled, didn't everybody say that's a concussion? Uh, yeah, most people did, yes. Right. I'm not one of those people. I, I like, didn't. Uh, by the way, I, neither was I. On Around the Horn, I said I've had back injuries before. And by the way, the back is attached to the head, right? Like, let's not forget that part of it. Um, and I've had that scenario where I've been like – like, I've stumbled to the ground because of a back injury. Right. So, I mean, everybody in America looked at Tua last week against Buffalo and said, that's a concussion. Period. End of conversation. Because all of a sudden, George, we're all television neurologists. Yes. Now, you turn around and you play a game, one game on Sunday, the next game on Thursday, he gets hit, slammed to the ground. This That's time a concussion, hit, though. Right, that it, was definitely a concussion. And, and when I see his hands locked up, Yes. Of course, again, I'm not a neurologist. I'm not an orthopedic surgeon, but I assume, based on the way his head hit the artificial surface, that must be a concussion. So it's just America seemed so outraged last night. How dare they have a guy who was clearly concussed on Sunday come back and play a game on Thursday, and that's why he's concussed again. If, if it was a concussion Sunday and if it was a concussion last night, it's because the dude's head slammed into the ground. Correct. Not because of the, the concussion on Sunday if it Correct. was a concussion. Correct. I just, the reaction to this stuff, it's more visible. It's more talked about. My goodness, they've had major feature films done about concussions, let Correct. alone documentaries. Correct. So I just, I'm maybe I'm naive, and if I am, so be it. But 
I find it hard to believe that some independent neurologist is like, dude, we need you to win the game. Get back yeah, out there, I, right, man. He's going to put his license on, on the line for that. Right, exactly. Yeah, so... I don't, I don't buy that either. But scary, um, dude. Scary. But I, I do think that those... You, I'm with you. I think that those two things are independent of each other. And I think that... It, it, again, it's also this thing of people just want closure to it because it gives them a sense of, oh, I, it's fine that I can watch this super violent sport and that these things happen and that these guys, uh, you know, are, are risk, you know, basically risking their health for my entertainment. And by yes. the way, that's no different in uh, MMA, boxing, etc. right? Like the, all these violent sports where you have um, head trauma, that that's part of it. Like that's, and it's a, it's almost like people want to do that as a justification. And I'm just telling you to look inward and say, okay, like it's fine that you feel that way, but don't pick and choose when to be outraged by it. And hopefully, and this is not to minimize Tua's situation because obviously nobody here wants Tua to be hurt. Everyone wants him to succeed and everyone wants him to be okay more than anything else and, and, and be fine moving forward. But I, I do think, Cappy, that, yeah, I, I think it's a combination of all the things we just discussed, but immediately the reaction is to just uh, blame someone. And that's not always the case. It can't always be that. Yeah, and if you're going to blame someone, maybe blame the violence in the sport. You know, like that that's just the one of the byproducts of what you're you're, you're witnessing. Yeah, I know we can talk a lot more about this coming up, but um, just watching it in real time, it was very scary to see the entire Dolphins team yeah. on the field, uh, to see Tua being taken off on a stretcher, especially playing the way he was through the first three weeks, and to have the story of Sunday of last week to Thursday of last night. The whole thing was just scary. It's got football players going on TV going, I don't want to let my kids play football. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. By the way, my wife won't let Mateo doesn't want to let Mateo play football. He's only four. For God's I don't blame sake, her. But I like, wouldn't let him play either. Yeah, she's not interested uh, in football. Like she literally said, he can do almost anything else. Um, so I don't know. You know, it is what it is. All right, coming up next, we got to wrap. Laura says to wrap, Cappy. So get ready to wrap. I'm wrapping. Uh, let's get Rams Niners, another installment of this fierce rivalry. Let's touch on it next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yeah, come on. I kiss you all over. Love this song. Haven't heard it in ages. And over and over again. I know the song because I know the song, but you could have paid, you could have given me a thousand guesses and I wouldn't guess who, who sang that song. Yeah, I still don't know. And he just said it. 
Seriously. Like, I, if you, you give me a million guesses, I would never, never well, be able to tell it, you to sing this exile. song. That I knew, but now yeah. because he said it, not because I knew. I want to kiss you all over and over and over again. Yeah, I can remember being like in the backseat of my mom's Pontiac station wagon and hearing that song in the late 70s. Yeah. Well, it makes me sound really old. I only know it from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he was it. Happy Gilmore. That's true. He sings it to the to the girl. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Cappy, will uh, Rams fans be singing uh, singing that after the game this weekend or no? I kind of have this gut feeling. It's not Uh-oh. based on, yeah, it's, it's not based on, like, a massive amount of research, you know, or anything like that. I just have this gut feeling that the Rams go on the road and get this win. They haven't played, I don't think, particularly well, the Rams. But I also don't think the Niners are offensively very good yet and and may not be with Jimmy G. So I don't know what it is. Just my gut tells me, even though all the numbers seem to, to be against the Rams based on playing the Niners at Santa Clara, my gut tells me I'm going with the Rams this week. How about you? What do you think? I don't know. I haven't really thought about it yet. Um I, I look at this game and I say that I mean I look at the history of it and the Niners are coming off of an like an embarrassing situation Garoppolo running out of the end zone right all that stuff it kind of makes me feel like they've ha- and they've had the their number in this series it kind of makes me feel like they have like a decent chance here well I think they've got a real chance here uh, the game obviously Monday night which will knock us off they're the only air. one and a half point favorites let me see I'm taking the Rams to win the game. I'm, I'm, the games are now. I'd, I'd have to look back, but I feel like some the games in prime time have been relatively close. I I will tell you. Let me just tell you a quick story, George, about these games in prime time. You ready? So I'm trying to remember what year it is. I want to think it might be 2016 ish. Mm-hmm. The Rams move from St. Louis back to L.A. They come home. Yeah. Very first Rams game as the L.A. Rams is in San Francisco, Santa Clara. Against the 49ers. Yeah. And this is Jeff Fisher's Rams, by the way. Yeah, they were coma-inducing. Yeah, well, in fact, it was the game was so bad that I want to say the score may have been like 21-0, 49ers. I mean, it was just such a bad game. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff was the number one overall pick, but Case Keenum was the starting quarterback. And everybody was trying to figure out, well, why'd you guys draft Goff if you're not if you're not gonna play him right away? But you know, Jeff Fisher had his whole thing. He's not ready, blah, blah, blah. So that night. The uh, game broadcast, I'm doing the game, it was a Monday night football game on Westwood One. Harlan's in the booth, and uh, Kurt Warner's in the booth. And like I said, the Rams are just getting killed. In fact, in that game, Aaron Donald, remember in preseason when Aaron Donald started swinging a Cincinnati Bengals helmet at the player? That night, Aaron Donald ripped off his helmet. He had gotten into a fight on the field, ripped off his helmet, threw his helmet. I want to say he was ejected from the game. So in that game, Kevin Harlan had one of the most famous calls of his career. I know you and I are both big fans. This guy came running onto the field. He's like, there's a guy who ran onto the field. He's wearing a red shirt. He's at the 30-yard line. He's beating his chest. Now he's at the 20. Why don't we hear from Kevin? Oh, can we play that? Yeah. We'd love to. Third and four. Looks into the nickel of San Francisco in the secondary. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat. 
and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes coming the blue from coats. the left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. <laughs> Oh, that was the most exciting thing to happen tonight. I tell you what, that was a great call on your part. <laughs> he was so frustrated. The game was so bad was that that so was bad. like it finally got him to, uh, you know, emote. Well, wait, so here's what happens. So we, we get done with the game broadcast, right? And uh, me, Harlan, Warner, our producer, Howie Denneroff, we all leave the game and we go get into a car that's going to be driving us to whatever airport, Hilton or whatever we were staying in that night. And as we get in the car, I say to Kevin, I go, hey, Kev, the call of the guy is drunk, somebody stopped that man? I go, it's gone completely viral. He goes, what, what, what do you mean it's gone viral? I'm like, dude, people heard it, and they've posted it all over the Internet. And I'm playing it in the backseat of the car. Me and Kurt are laughing, and Kevin doesn't think it's very funny. Kevin thinks that he has embarrassed the network and either is going to get himself fired or is, has done something to really hurt the network. And Howie's the boss. He's up front. He's like, no, dude, it was funny. It was great. It was a terrible game. It was a terrific call. But Kevin, he's such a, like a menchy guy that he actually thought that he had done something wrong when the rest of us were like, no, bro, that was freaking awesome. That is one of the most legendary Kevin Harlan calls of all time. Yeah, of course, it was funny. I was trying great. to get in on that. I was like, send it down to me. I'm standing right here. Get it down to me. Come on. Let me get in yeah, on this. No, he wanted, no, he wanted nothing to do with no. it. He was taking that moment for himself. Totally. Yeah. Even Kurt Warner tried to get in at the end. He's like, shut up. I'm not done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's fascinating to me that this series has gone the way it's gone because it's kind of like Kyle Shanahan is kind of McVay's kryptonite, right? Like when you look at it, they won five out of the last six, uh, six of the last six in the regular season. Uh, It's, um, you know, it's been weird. And Aaron Donald. Now, this is a little bit of a misleading stat. He only has one sack in his past five games against the Niners. But he has, um, he's been incredible at putting pressure on the quarterback, even though he hasn't actually got to the quarterback. He's got like, you know, that they have this stat now for defensive linemen called um, pass rush win rate. Mm-hmm. And he has an incredible pass rush w- win rate against the Niners, the highest um, of any single opponent if you go back since they started the stat in 2017 like Aaron Donald versus the Niners. Like he dominates their offensive line. And the Niners' offensive line is banged up. Right, Trent Williams, the best offensive lineman, is out. Um, not that he'd be defending Aaron Donald all that much, but that just makes them weaker up front. I'm kind of with you. Like as much as I, I think the Niners have had their number, this is kind of a decent chance for the Rams to get back on track here and take a commanding uh, lead. I guess, for lack of a better phrase, in the division early on. Well, that's just it. Is that look? Um, you mentioned six in a row in the regular season. The one that mattered the most was the NFC Championship game last year, right? And so. To me, the Rams are, you know, long past the previous six regular season games. And the Rams haven't played real well, but they're two and one. And the Niners haven't played real well, and they're one and two. Mm-hmm. And I just listen, if you're the Rams, and this is Sean McVay now talking, he's he's got to be in there selling it. Like, hey guys, the good news is we're two and one and we haven't played well. Yeah. So let's go up there, get a win in the division, and control our division from the very beginning because really the only threat to the Rams in the division is the Niners 
Yeah, I agree. If the Niners get right, they're the team that can can push them. I, it's not the Cardinals, um, and certainly not the Seahawks. Like they're not they're they're going to be an also ran this particular season. So, just telling you, something in my gut tells me, and this is just this is gut play right here. This isn't Fat Jack analysis. This is Fat Scott gut. Yeah. Um, I just got the Rams this weekend. I got them winning this game. Okay. I it's a, I mean it's a toss up for a reason. It's minus one and a half for a reason. But you know, hey, coming up next. LeBron James wants Anthony Davis to be the Lakers' number one option. How feasible is that? And Darvin Ham, Cappy, has put out a depth chart, a starting lineup. We'll tell you what it is in two minutes.